0: Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Last week, I shared the message that in order to make the most out of summer, be sure to drop into the flow of your life. And as a result, I got a lot of questions of what does that even mean and what does that look like? In fact, I was just having a conversation with my husband and this came up. And as I explained it to him, he suddenly started to relax and he was like, this makes so much sense. Okay. This is making me feel happy. And the context to him feeling unhappy was a stressful situation that happened at work. And it was unnecessarily stressful because he took something that was, not personal and he made it personal, like so many of us do. My husband, I will remind you, is not, you know big into the woo like I am, but he definitely is connected to source. Uh, he wouldn't use those words, but he feels the difference when something is divinely ordered. Um, he feels that connection to all and that feeling like we are not alone. And this is an evolution for him, I will tell you. Um, when we met, he was a, uh, I would say he was a pretty strong agnostic. <laughs> and he's definitely opened up. Certainly, having children can change you. Just that event, that huge miracle alone will change your experience of living on this planet. And then over the years of us being together, almost 20 years now, you know, I've rubbed off <laughs> somewhat on him. So his situation, and I'm sure you've had similar situations to this was um he was doing an event at a local distributor so he is a relationship manager for a global manufacturer And they do these sort of dog and pony shows around the country to build relationships with some of their key distributors. It's a good way for them to get in touch with the end users, the people actually using their product to have a real on the ground experience of that. And then also to just be of service to their distributors and create these events that allow the distributors clients to come in and experience the product in a different way. And as you might imagine, there's varying levels of uh, team members on the ground. So there's people who are, you know, have hourly jobs who probably feel fairly powerless in the world. They're kind of subject to, you know, just getting by essentially. And then people who are, you know, own multiple distributorship and have great wealth. And so... When there is that kind of difference of income levels within an organization, there can be power plays. And the person that feels the least power will sometimes, you know, try and grab and grasp power in whatever ways they can get it. So he walked in and essentially, um, and so when he comes, you know, they know he's there to make them feel loved, right? And so, this one individual at the organization, you know, who was obviously very grumpy and looked down on him. This was someone who, you know, does hard labor all day long and said, Oh, look, you know, this guy's here. And he said, Hey, we didn't blow up the balloons for, you know, the outside of the distributorship so that they know there's some big event going on. Why don't we make the, that guy do it? Meaning my husband And so this really got under his skin and it's not because he wouldn't blow up balloons. He's happy to blow up balloons. It was the way that he was spoken to that, you know, really got under his skin and I get it. You know, we all have egos, right? So he was, I can sense it when he walks in the house, I could feel his energy. (laughs) And so I said, what's up? And he tells me the story and I started laughing and he was like, I know, I know it's silly, but he's like, it just got on my nerves. And I said, so how do you know God didn't put you there to help that person? Now, if you listen to a podcast that I did weeks ago, um, where my husband was really impacted by a, a contractor that we had here at the house and specifically one of his workers and just a level of dedication he put into his work feeling the impact of watching someone do their craft at such a high level really inspired my husband. So I reminded him of that story. And if you want to go back and look at that, listen to that podcast, it's, I believe it's episode 44. I wish I had done more is the name of it. So, um, I reminded him of that and I said, how do you know that you know, God didn't place you there so that this man could witness someone he perceives has a lot more power in the world than him. Respond with love and kindness and blow up balloons with you know a massive amount of respect for the process and for what they're doing there and dignity and doing it to the best of your ability. And I was like, oh I didn't think of that. <laughs> it was big a big uh, shift, believe me, that we could even have that conversation twenty years later. I couldn't have had that with him twenty years ago. So if you because I know a lot of people that follow me will tell me stories about like they love this, but like getting their husbands or their wives on board is a, is different. So I just want you to know this, you know, this isn't that wasn't an instant shift for my husband. This is twenty years in the making. And I said, you know, the thing is when you get put in those positions that trigger your ego. It's not that you're left alone. You know, the universe is there with you. God's there with you and has sent you reinforcements. And so if you can drop into the flow of the moment and ask, you know, internally, where am I being guided right now? What am I being guided to do? It'll disempower that ego response of anger. And really help you drop into the flow. And as it turns out, because my husband is a very kind man, and he, despite something bothering him, he will show up fully in the process, which he did. And in fact, he said that, you know, I guess I was in his head a little. So he did think, like, what does this person need? And he did work hard to compliment that person and, you know, went out of his way in a few different scenarios to actually help that person feel, you know, love. That's not the word my husband would use, but essentially that's what it was. And and he did see that that person was behaving differently by the time he left. And yet he had sort of shoved the anger down inside of him. So once he left, it was still there and it needed to be processed. And so we were talking through this. And and so if you listened to last week's podcast and you were wondering, but how do I get in the flow? Here is here is how you do it. So the first thing you want to do is breathe. And I find that usually three deep breaths are enough. And so we're going to do that together right now. Even if you're driving, this is safe. So just uh, maybe if you're you're running on a treadmill, not safe, but (laughs) all other circumstances, probably safe. So you just want to breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. That will immediately open you up to flow because the essence of flow is oxygen. And I once heard a spiritual teacher say that angels float through us and divine knowledge floats through us on the oxygen mo- molecules in our blood, which I thought was just a really cool, whether it's true or not, I think it's just a cool metaphor and, or a cool idea to ground the importance of breathing because the deeper you breathe, the more oxygenated your blood is. So the more access you have to that divine knowledge, which is, is essentially flow. Flow is trusting where your inner divine is taking you while working in connection to the greater divine or source or universe. So the first is the breathing. And the second is to say, what is it that I want right now? What do I want and need? And the question I like to use is what's my soul most want and need right now? And how can I give it? If you start asking yourself that every time, well, first of all, if you can do that every day, and you start to get in tune with it, you are eventually going to get to a point where getting where the answer will just be present in, in you always. You won't even have to ask the question. Your body, you'll feel your body moving you in one direction or another. The, the sense of what to do next will always be super present for you. So you won't even have to ask the question. That's how it is for me now. I know it, usually in every moment, what I need. Now, my willingness to follow it, that's a different story. I'm not 100% perfect with that. In fact, the day before we left for vacation, everything in my body was saying to just sit by the pool or swim in the pool and really not do a lot. And there were just so many tasks to be done. And so I sort of negotiated with my flow and I said, I know you're asking me to just get into this pool but I just, I won't relax. I know myself, my ego has a strong hold on me right now and it's okay to not be a hundred percent in the flow all the time. I mean, your life will be a hundred percent better if you do, but it's not always possible. So just understand it's okay. The first step is really though, to start to acknowledge where the flow is taking you and then um, give it a yes or a no, like flow. I know you're asking me to go here, but I don't have the courage, the strength, whatever it is to do it. Because a lot of times the flow, especially when we're tense, the flow is asking us to slow down. The flow is asking us to relax. The flow is asking us to take time off. And so because that seems like the easy answer, we judge it. Like, could that really be where source is taking us? The divine is taking us. The divine knowledge within us is taking us. When I do that exercise at live events, first the three breaths and then asking everyone to write down what does your soul most want and need right now? and then i survey the audience 60% at least say i need a nap that's what they what they need and i would say that that's just because only 60% are telling me the truth the number's probably more like 80% because we're a highly overworked society and even when i am doing a, a an event about marketing or sales like very businessy business event that's still where i start because our greatest business development, our highest marketing, our success in sales, it all comes from flow. And so that starts with understanding what you need and want in this moment and being willing to give it to yourself. That actually teaches the universe how to treat you. Because if if you're being guided to go in a certain direction and you accept that's guidance, that is an opening to receiving. You've just opened that door wide to receiving. That also allows the universe to send money through your door and time and people that can help. All of that good stuff comes through opening to receiving. And so once you get good at understanding where you're being called, then the final step is just following it. That's it. It's so easy and it's what you want to mentally picture is that there's this, this stream or this current and you can be walking, you could be, you know, through the water, you could be swimming upstream, going against the current, you know, you could be doing lots of different things or you could lie back and float and allow that river to take you where it's taking you, where that stream is taking you. And the reason it takes courage is sometimes we know where we want to go due north, let's say. We know that's our destination. And all of a sudden, the current starts to take us east. Well, we judge it as being wrong. It's taking us away from where we want to go. But what that current is doing is is likely taking you around some big boulder that's further down the stream. It is always taking you the shortest route, Always the shortest route to your desired destination. The thing is, we tend to think the shortest route is a straight line, you know, as the crow flies from point A to point B, but we don't see all of the rocks and the boulders and the problems that might happen if we were to go straight. The universe does. And so it's taking us the fastest, kindest, gentlest route to our desired location and ensuring we have everything we need along the way. So, if last week you were listening to the podcast and wondering, but how? How do I get into this flow? That's it. That is it. You came pre designed with this system in you and you can access it at all times. You just have to trust. And that's really the rub is that your greatest receiving, your greatest joy, having all the time and the experiences you want, they're all available to you if. You can summon up the courage to overcome what your brain is telling you. And in a society where we're trained to really trust our brain, and even worse, trust beings, people, signs, media outside of ourselves, coming back to our inner well of knowledge and flow takes tremendous courage. And what I can tell you is, you're not, when you summon that courage, you're not just changing your own life. You are lifting the vibration of the planet. And it's a great gift you give to all of us when you do summon that courage. So if you are planning on summoning that courage and following the flow, I want to thank you in advance for helping me and all our fellow humans. Because when one of us rises, we all do. A rising tide lifts all boats. And that is n- never been truer than when you look at the vibration on the planet. So thank you. Have a great week. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found us. It fills my heart when I read a review and helps us reach many more people. So thank you.